welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. Tim, what's Don't the- you know, boy <laughs> I was just going to say, what's the accent of the week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't you know, boy It's be me, Timmy boy. I'm a big <laughs> fan of it just happening on the fly, too. You make, you decide. Yeah, I don't that was that was again in the moment, not planned, um, and I think I think it's obvious that that's the case. <laughs> Any anyone that is listening to this podcast for the very first time is like thinking that I have this very thick accent, Irish like co-host, but I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break. I'll do a whole episode. I believe that you would. Yeah, day. I believe you would. All right. Look at the Celtics. We got a lot to talk about this week. Um, yep. We have had a bunch of games since the last time that we recorded because we um, are recording we on some Monday balls this week. Tipping and, yeah, we got some balls tipping and uh, pucks dropping here shortly, too. Yes. Um, speaking of balls tipping, though, I, I, um, I want to talk about the Celtics because that block last night, by Porzingis, basically to to seal the deal and win the game. Uh, you know, one of many blocks, I should say. But I mean, yeah, six we, four in the first quarter. Jesus, we've said this so many times now, or, or so many times already in this early season that it's like, if one, if Porzingis stays healthy, my God, and two, this team is so much fun to watch. That so fun. It's just I don't know, man. Like we. It's it's kind of like, you know, we keep saying it over and over, but this could be one of the f- most fun Celtics teams we've ever seen in our, our lifetime. I mean, obviously, yeah, it would be pretty fun to win uh, 11 championships, but uh, we didn't we didn't get the opportunity to see that. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's just this. This is a fun team. I'm excited to watch the games like y- you guys know that listen to this podcast, Tim, obviously, you know. I watch way more Bruins games than Celtics games, and I, I try my best to watch as many as I can. Uh, but it, it's it's like so easy to want to watch these games now, if, especially if you're like a casual fan. It's like you're watching a team that is so much fun, that has the potential to win every single night, and it's just a good time. Yeah, it was good to bounce back against Philly and get that win, especially without Jalen Brown and Porzingis. You're welcome. Um, I was there. Pretty, you were there. That's right. Uh, on the road in Philly too. Um, also, you know, very fun team, but you know, a little more stressful last night than I would have thought we would ever Definitely. get against the Memphis Grizzlies that uh, also don't have our dear boy Marcus Smart and pretty uh, pretty nasty ankle roll. For him that'll keep him sidelined at least three to five weeks but uh yeah we were back we were in his new building last night again ugly kind of fairly ugly game for everyone but chris Dapps, porzingis uh tatum woke up a bit at the end jalen had some good plays but you know he he was i believe it's like an oblique strain that he almost he almost didn't even go so that wasn't 100 percent jalen so he looked pretty good considering that but yeah thank god for those porzingis blocks thank god to have a over seven footer i mean i can't remember how many times the celtics have had a guy seven feet or taller uh and we certainly haven't really had a seven three guy uh yes i do remember taco fall shout out taco fall but i'm talking on a starting or or top six in the rotation basis we haven't had a guy this big in a long time 
so it's it's pretty remarkable to watch. His defense has certainly been like the most underrated part of his game that's been, you know, a part of the Celtics so far this year, uh, even though the stats were there. It's just uh, people don't realize that, you know, maybe it's easier for him, whatever it is. He's still the top five pick and roll defender, uh, pick and roll defender. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really fun, but. I I didn't need a one possession game against uh, yeah, Memphis seriously. Uh, at the end of last night. I'll, I'll be honest about that. Um, I look. I, I'm not saying uh, there is nothing about this that I'm about to say that that is me saying that it's a good thing. But I mean, it's it's starting to look like he, injuries are hard hard to figure out. But Marcus Smart is now hurt. Robert Williams is out for the season. It's like these moves that we made seem to have been at the right time. The the Marcus one's a little much more of like a freak accident, obviously, or freak injury, but we kind of knew that Bob Bill was injury prone and that something may happen. Um, I didn't think that he'd be, you know, it'd be like a season-ending type of thing, but uh, it just seems like we're in a better position right now if you're looking at our entire roster than, than we were at this time last year. And I, I know that we had a great team last year. Obviously, we all expected to make it to the finals and potentially win. But this team just feels so much stronger, so much better, I guess. Um, I know we've talked about it. Obviously, we, it's we, more talented. We would like it's to for see sure more talent here, but uh, that wasn't that's not the case now. So, it, yeah, to have a more talented team and hopefully no. less injuries would be ideal. I, I do think I think Drew Holiday is the you know highest he's the best evolved version of a Marcus Smart type he he just is uh, yeah. in terms of a two way player intense defense uh, sure he doesn't he doesn't have the defensive player of the year but he's a guy who can lock down uh, anyone I, I thought it was interesting in the in the Timberwolves game he, they we had him on cat you know what I mean like that that's sick um, that we're able to do that um, but yeah I. it's just the talent is is so deep i you know i won't talk i won't i won't go in on joe this week i got nothing to say i got no notes for joe this week we got wins yep you know straight wins um but you know the the coaching is my fear with this team um the quotes that came out about marcus from jalen brown being honest about how he didn't really like him when he was a celtic originally and how if he's going to war that's the guy he's going to call first every time uh, and Tatum saying that he assumed he would play with Marcus Smart for his entire career. Uh, pretty heavy quotes. Definitely got me back in the feels. Uh, and, you know, just just for me, it's just I hope someday that Marcus Smart wears green again, even even if that's like a one-day signing. Uh, I just, you know, I'm not saying 36 needs to be in the rafters, but if we could retire him as a Celtic, then I think that he's definitely deserving of that. I think it really depends. That's one of those situations. I but really if he could actually play too, great. Yes, but like I think I, it really if depends. If we get late, Marcus Smart, that's great. It depends on how his his career goes elsewhere. Like if he plays another ten years or whatever, and you know has as much time somewhere else as he did here, it just feels like that's not likely to happen. Unless, like you're saying, it's it's come back for one year and that's your final, and he's a vet, and it's like vet minimum or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would be great. Obviously, the fans would welcome him, welcome him back with open arms, and they would be psyched too. But you know, well, I th- ha- half of us would, I guess. I don't know. I yeah, true. <laughs> I guess a lot, of, a lot of people are just still just seeing a lot of still just like 
don't miss him. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. I mean, when you see when you hear that quote from Jason Tatum, you you can't help but, you know, understand that he was clearly a more pivotal part of that locker room than maybe a lot of people thought when he was leaving. For sure. So. Um, I have a question for you about Jason Tatum. How okay. how do you feel I have I have a specific feeling about something and it's a commercial that Jason Tatum is in. And it's a Subway mm-hmm. commercial. I don't know if you already know the one I'm talking sure. about. Um, I think Steph Curry or somebody else is in it, and they're like, this is a sub for a champ. And then Jason Tatum says, and this is a sub for a future champ. Why would you ever do that commercial? Uh, Like, I I just, I don't understand it. I know that, of course, we all uh, hope that that's the case, but, like, you're, you're, that's almost like cursing yourself. I don't like that at all. Have you not seen the commercial? I've... I don't think I have seen that, dude. I think I'd have a huge problem oh, if I man. saw that. Um, no, dude, that's. I mean, listen. It's hopeful thinking. If he says it, if he if he says it and does it, then I'll I'll shut up. Right, exactly. But I hate that attitude until you do it. It's the it's the uh, uh, get it's the tattoo like, of but the like, banner. I guess like. So that's what I was getting at. It's yeah. obviously it's right in that wheelhouse, but he is more in control of that. For sure than any of these tattoos you know like any any of these you know uh, no I mean, one's done a jason percent. terry yet where right, it's the right. guy on the team who got the stupid thing on tattooed on his arm uh which he still probably has like or maybe he's covered it up who knows uh no i hate i hate that you guys everyone knows i hate that that's that's just a horrible idea to me i think it's horrible juju but you know he's more in control and if he pulls it off, then like it's it makes him more badass. It's just I I I'm, guess I'm trying to convince myself that I can't hate it as much as I hate these absolute dipshits that get tattooed. They get I don't know, future just, banners tattooed on them. We have we have a 21, a 22, and a 23, I believe. It's just With every the last time three I years see it. we've had some dumbass do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just every time so I see it, stupid. it rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you do that commercial? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I I hope he's true. I hope he's right. I would love for that to be the case. I hope it's a multi-time uh, future champ. So, yeah. But I'm I'll send it to you later so you can you can watch it and you can be upset. Thanks. <laughs> I need to yeah. Need more rage in my life. Yeah. Um, so what is the Celtics' uh, record right now? I just want it to be out there. I want it to be known. The Celtics are two losses, and I think we're up to 11 wins now. Is, is that, that good? good? <laughs> I can't remember if that's good. Hold on. I got Google open. Let me look. Uh, you, um, it feels good. You love to see it. I'm I mean. pretty, pretty stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, again, I mean, last night, I don't know. Were you out in Memphis? I don't know. It's that was just. We Too need to be better tonight. Comfort. I, I yeah. hope a different team comes out. Yeah, and Charlotte. Yeah, they're bad, but you know, Miles Bridges is back. Uh, for however you feel about that situation, he is. He's playing tonight, and uh, he that guy. The last I checked, you know, looked like he was on pace to be a, a future All Star. Uh, Gordon Hayward can play basketball, which is weird. Uh, if if any of you guys are, are recent fans of the Celtics, you should Google uh, his time as a Celtic. No. Um, and how that this is now him at an older age. Um, 
yeah i don't know man it's 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 awesome but it's like there's some stuff that you know it's just it's gonna get better with time yeah and things absolutely. are clicking but we just can't look past teams and uh and not, not to say either neither of those two losses are i mean they're winnable games but you know it's the number two team in the east that we lost to uh the guys right behind us and it's the number one team in the west that we lost to so yep no bad losses, uh, and let's hope that that continues. But last night had every single recipe, just all the ingredients of a bad loss, and they pulled it off. And, you know, that's what this talent can do. I got the pregame on right now. We're first in the NBA in record, fourth in offensive rating, first in defensive rating, second in percentage from three, and second in rebounds. Is that good? Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> for sure good. Uh, that's an insane team. First in defensive rating to unseat uh, Minnesota, who beat us. That that feels pretty good. So I'm happy about that. Do you know yet if you'll be going to the Christmas Day game? Uh, I don't know yet, no. Okay. Um, there's a lot of moving pieces going on with that, including hopefully, you know, might might be t- your your boy might be switching switching up the the old work venue, you know. Okay. All right. So, uh, pretty intrigued in a, in a in a possibly pretty cool opportunity uh, for what the new venue would be. Uh, you know, still the same gig, but more other opportunities within maybe maybe some comedic ones and and so forth. I like to shows, hear it. So. I like to hear that. So we'll see. That, we're putting a pin on that, and uh, you're, that would that would retire me from uh, working uh, every single holiday. There so, you go. That'd be cool too, but either way, I'm I'm trying to get to that game. I don't know when I'll have a clear answer. I would imagine if I can go, you're at least hitting the Clippers game, I, unless you're working. Yeah, obviously. and I and I've and I've got some money set aside to try to pull the Christmas Day trigger. Uh, so, I love to hear it. We'll see. Um, we'll see. It's, it's certainly not ruled out. I want to give my quick review of the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia because I don't believe we've recorded an episode since then. Um, no, we have not. And I, I gotta say, I'm very, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, people like it as much I mean, as I've heard good things from Philly fans, but I don't feel like they would lie as much as we hate Philly. Right. Um, yeah. great stadium, like clean. Okay. Uh, it's got a lot of space. It has, um, has a lot of different food options for people. Uh, it, it was overall, it was like a cool vibe too. Like I, I, I was there solo, but, um, it was, it wasn't, you know, I've been to a lot of stadiums at this point and it was one of the nicer ones that I've been to. And I think that they obviously Philadelphia is a big sports city. Um, they're the football stadium or maybe the Phillies. I couldn't tell it was, it was nighttime, but, um, it's like literally they're right in the same parking lot. They might all sit, they might all be in the same parking lot. Um, I feel like I've seen the aerial of that, yeah. Which is pretty awesome. And they they tend to keep the area, it looks like, pretty nice and pretty well kept. And I, I enjoyed it. I definitely would recommend it. And I'm hoping to get down there for a Bruins-Flyers game at some point. I think we play them in January. Uh, so I would love to get down there for that and go back. But overall, I would say it was a it was, it was was solid. I would, would definitely recommend, would definitely go back. And also shout out to Tim I got to get down there. 
Tick pick for for being Who? the absolute go. Oh yeah, dude. Right now of uh, yeah. of last minute dude. tickets. Yeah. So and would love for you guys to sponsor us, but you're not going to have to. Like we're just going to plug them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're listening, obviously, which you are right now, if you want to sponsor us, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And they're like, no, no, thanks. This is perfect free free testimonial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I got I got a great uh, a great ticket at the last second, and again, not a not yeah. a paid advertisement here, but I just wanted to shout them out because it, it I got hooked up on that. Yeah. Very, very jealous. I I got to get down to Philly. It's it's a, it's really crazy. I've never been to Philadelphia really in my life. You know, that was only the second time I had ever been, and uh, I I wasn't there the first time for any games or anything like that. So this was this was interesting. And again, it was cool specifically that the Celtics were in town, and I almost didn't go to the game. Like last minute, I was like, yeah. I don't know, because no Jalen Brown, right. no Porzingis. I was like, eh. And then I was like, I'm in town. They're in town. They need me there, obviously, in case someone gets hurt. I need to go out and play. You know, I just just in case. Right. Um, and t- and two guys got hurt, and you, and you dropped a double double. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What was the, what were the stats? Turnovers and threes attempted. You're ten and ten. Yeah. I, I mean, I was on fire. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. I don't even. Nice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Ten turnovers is sick. Yeah, it's pretty sick. But no, it was a good trip. I'm glad that I got I got out there for the game and uh it was fun. So uh and big win, big win, big win. We we have some brewing stuff to talk about today as well. Yeah, we do. Um one thing I don't want to get too far into, but I, I know that we do have to talk about it is the Milan Lucic situation. Um Milan Lucic, who yeah. has been on the IR for what is it now? Three weeks, or I mean, since he's only played three games, he, he got hurt during the Sharks game, I believe. So the very, very beginning mm-hmm. of the season, um, he's been on IR, but now he is on indefinite leave from the team until further notice or until a decision is made on what happened with him recently. There was a situation where he was arrested, and he was uh, he was arrested for domestic violence and the reason I don't want to get too far into this is because I don't you know I don't know anything about the whole situation I just know what the media has said so far and that's that's all I can really speak on because it's not really my place to um, give my opinion on it because it's not really a it's a, it's a touchy subject and I think that um, I, I don't want to speak out of, out of term on that. So that's why I think that it's just important to talk about it and, and kind of um, state what happened. You know, hopefully everybody is uh, is safe and all right and everything is, is being worked on right now. But the situation itself obviously is up in the air. And I, I don't know what it means for him, what it means for the team, what it means for his family. I don't, I don't know. It's not it's not really our, our place, but it did happen. So... There will be some question marks around that and what happens with the actual team because they have to do they do have to make a decision on what happens to and uh, what happens with their open roster spot and money and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future here. But yeah, I mean uh, the the we don't know everything, but the optics are horrible. Yes, uh, the optics are horrible. He's, he, there's a mugshot and he's shirtless. Uh, that would mean he was arrested without a shirt on. They don't typically take them off uh, 
and arrest you or take them off at the station when you take the photo. Right. Uh, it's really bad. Uh, I, 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 I value everything in what Brad Marshawn came out and spoke on. You know, he doesn't want to have to do that. But I, I thought that was a really nice moment but that none of us wanted to have out of this captain. But in terms of how he stepped up and made that comment the the day after, uh, I, I think just is how everyone should feel. Uh, you know, we're mostly worried about uh, everyone's safety yeah. uh, involved in this. Uh, and uh, that's that's just what it is. Uh, that's all we can really speak on now. Uh the, and 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 I will I will I'll just say from the optics it's it's pretty disgusting but absolutely uh, me, I would love for something to come out that would make make us feel s- something differently but uh, the way this looks is pretty bad uh, and if if everything is the way that it is I I would feel gross seeing Milan Lucic play a game again in a Bruins uniform and feel strange about him playing in the NHL again absolutely uh, but again we don't we don't know everything uh, we don't we don't really know anything uh, but the facts are he was arrested there's a mugshot. He's shirtless in it, uh, and uh, the charges are a domestic dispute incident. So, uh, pretty, pretty dark, pretty gnarly, um, and just not anything that we wanted to be, uh, you know, talking about uh, during this cent- uh, centennial year or any other year. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, so. the the if we're kind of shifting here back to the Bruins, it didn't really seem to affect them a ton as far as like. You know their their ability to play on the ice like it wasn't a, it wasn't it didn't seem like a distraction right and as it very much no and, and, and you know age, as you mentioned he's away from the team yeah he's, he's like it's like it's not like that I mean I'm I'm sure he's like kind of in the locker room and around but I don't know it, it's it's not removing anything from actual in in game chemistry and and who's to say how much it really affects the locker room. Yeah, I mean, and the good thing for the actual team here, if we're just, again, looking at the team, is the guys who have slotted into his spot for when he's been on IR have been playing great. Lauko has been awesome. Yeah. Steen has been playing yep. very well. Um, and I think that that is, that is a huge, huge plus. Uh, even if, like, say it was a season-ending injury, whatever. It's like you need to, you're going to need to fill that role. You need to fill that spot. And to be able to do that from within and to promote guys from the AHL to come up here and play and and do a good job and actually contribute is huge. I mean, Steen and Lauko alone have been, you know, throwing the body around and getting in the dirty areas and making like cool plays. And and they're keeping things interesting. And I think that that helps you a lot with the flexibility of like we don't absolutely have to go out and get another guy to fill this role. We can we can play with these guys who have been here who know the system, who are dying to stay on an NHL roster. So they're they're working so hard every single game to to stay there and be there. I think it's good for for those guys to have like look, this is your spot to lose. Like this is yeah, this yeah. is your opportunity to lose. And it's be, it's definitely been showing that they are seizing the opportunity and playing as hard as they can to stay there. Um and I love it. I love to see it. Yeah, it feels like beyond stepping up. It's like, um, yeah, it's yeah. This is I'm earning. I'm taking this. You know, I'm making this mine. Yeah, I'm making it feel no matter what the case is, or no no matter who comes through that door, that it's 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 hard to justify sinning me. I think that's awesome. And some other guys have been stepping up recently too. Like huge win against Montreal the other day. And yes, I understand that Montreal is you know struggling a bit this year, but it doesn't matter. They, they get up every time they play against us. Every Everyone knows that. 
but we still, just lost it, to them in overtime. Let's not pretend that didn't happen and, either. And it wasn't just a win. I mean, we destroyed them. I mean, if, when I say guys are stepping up, I mean you you have Frederick coming around now with two goals, almost having having three. Um, it was it was a great game, and it was good to see some other guys scoring, not just Pasta and and you know Martian and the guys who have been scoring. It, it's nice because it just shows you how well rounded this team is and what they're capable of doing. And I really hope that Jake DeBrusque wakes up soon because that's something that could be, you know, we'd welcome that very much to have another scoring threat there. But, I mean, with one goal and I think four, maybe five assists this year, uh, we the team definitely needs more from him. I, I worry that him being on the third line is what's causing this to happen and not because uh, he's not on the first line, but because he's I, – I hope that he's not uh, – going back to sort of being negative about not being up on the first line with Martian or whoever it may be. I'm hoping that this isn't the case that we had before where, you know, he was wanting a trade out of here because he didn't think that he was getting the, the, the most fair shake at, you know, the being, being the player that he can be, but you know, we're, we're putting players where they need to go in order to round out this team in order to be deep. And I think that Jake DeBrusque on the third line is a luxury. Um, so I think that that's something that I hope that he figures out on that line because that is a great line too. Um, so we'll see. But one other thing I, I did want to shout out is is Pavel Zaka. I mean, this dude has been so consistent. I would say he's one of the best pickups that we've had in so long that he is, he is fully coming into being... He is 100% our number one center right now. Um, he has the potential to be even better. And I think that this is the player that the Bruins saw when they got him from New Jersey. This is what real New Jersey fans have seen in the past, that he has a lot of potential, a lot of upside. He obviously didn't get to be that when he was in New Jersey. He wasn't playing at this level. But, you know, I have friends who are Devils fans who are really, who were really big fans of Zaka. And they were, you know, they were excited to get Howla, but they were bummed out to lose Zaka and... They knew that this was where it could be, and we're, we're seeing that now. I mean, this kid's been playing great consistently. That's the biggest thing for me is that every game he's playing well. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. I'm, I'm stoked we got him. I mean, I, I I love this team. I love both these rosters so much, both these rosters we cover. It's just it's yeah. a lot of fun right now. Yeah, and we said on the last episode that JVR is like the pickup of the century at $1 million. Maybe maybe that's yeah. a little exaggerating a little bit, but like I mean, he for one million dollars he's been outstanding. Yeah, if someone's got some sort of algorithm out there of uh, production versus cost, yeah, an expectation, he's got to be in the there top five. Most. Yeah, yeah. So if he can keep that up and continue, I mean, that's the thing is like, I think you notice a lot where there are players that come here that either don't know what it's like to play in a market like Boston or like a big city, not just us specifically, but like they come here and then they realize how fun it is and how fun the team is and how fun the culture is around the team and how much they've built the locker room up. Um, like when Lindholm came over here from the ducks, it was like, you went from two extremes. You went from 50% capacity to hundred percent capacity and the fans love you. And the fans want you to succeed, and they're constantly cheering and all of that, you know, for for the team. 
Um, not just when you're good, not just when you're bad. So I think that when players get here, like JVR has been around the league a while. He he played in Philly, so he knows what it's like to play in a big city. But coming here, he's playing he played in Toronto. He's played in he's played in numerous big uh, original six teams. Yeah, it's just he you know coming here and playing with guys like Marshan or Pasta or you know you're on the first power play unit. It's fun. Like he's having a good well, time. Well, I also think there's an element that. of of coming home. You know, I mean, like he played at UNH. I know that's not next door to Boston or anything like that, but you know, this is the local National Hockey League team for the UNH Wildcats, and I'm you know, and just yeah. No, but New England. Like, he's 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 New England. He's he's a little bit home in a way. Yeah, it's allowing him to flourish. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's fun. Like you said, I mean, both of these teams have awesome rosters. It's super fun to watch and. Every every night they have a chance to win, no matter who they're playing against. Um, it we're fighting for, yeah. with Vegas yet again this year for the top spot in the NHL, which I don't care if we get or not. But I will say that there are some very strange teams in in a playoff spot right now. So much time, so much season left to go. But it's just weird when you're looking at the standings and you see a team like Tampa as a wild card, or you know you see a team like. Washington or Carolina is a wild card. Yeah. It's, it's, are they? Are just, yeah. Carolina, I feel great about. Uh, they can suck all, like, they can suck forever. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I hate them. Uh, and them not meeting expectations just is, feels like a gift and it also feels temporary. I don't believe it. Absolutely. For good. It's so early. Tampa's confusing. Is, is Tampa finally old? Like, I, I don't get it. The Tampa one's really confusing because talk about a team that, like, kind of rolls over its core the most consistently in the last like seven years, like they got to be up there uh, with that. And obviously won a bunch in that yeah. uh, window. Um, so it, it just kind of feels like something is taking, something's dropped off. I mean, we are about to get to watch this game here now. Uh, that's why we won't be recapping the Hornets game uh, with the Celtics or the lightning game with the Bruins. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see like, you know, Bruins are, Minus one forty favorites to win on the road tonight, and uh, you know, I I think if you asked me about this game at the head of the season, I would have said uh, Lightning was maybe two, minus two hundred to win the game. So I don't know. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Wow. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they always say right, like, is it is it Thanksgiving? If you're in a playoff spot by Thanksgiving, you're usually in pretty good shape. Um. And, and we're coming up on that now, which also seems very odd to me. Like, that seems so early, right? To, to say, yeah, like, if but, you're in a you playoff know, spot, uh, team... yeah, I mean, but teams, I think with hockey, I think with the NBA, it's just there's a lot of examples of how that's not the case. Yeah. NHL, there's like kind of an outlier with how the Blues did it that year when they beat us to win the cup and they were the worst team on New Year's Day or something. Yeah. Um, like that's, that's miraculous and incredible. But I think for the most part, like hockey players are able to stay fairly healthy and you kind of understand cores and units and you understand goaltending usually at that point. So like barring big, big slip ups, I, th I think that makes sense. But yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You kind of know I, what I think you it's, have. I think it's one of the unique sports. Yeah. yeah. Although I guess I feel like in baseball, people are like, you know, in June. And then I always want to argue that. And then it's like, it kind of stays the same. Yeah. You kind of know in June. You're uh, either good or you're bad. This year. Yeah. Like, and there, you're maybe a varying degree. Like, obviously, we saw 
you know, not to stick with baseball, but like the Rays and Rangers started better than like, I think the Rays had the craziest opening in MLB history. And then they were a wild card. I don't think they, yeah, the, the Orioles won our division. Yeah. Uh, when they at least, so I don't know. I never thought I'd hear that. <laughs> what the, the Orioles, Orioles won, won the division. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, our whole lives they've been like terrible except for it. Cal Ripken. Yeah, well, and they were terrible with him. True. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were just we just had just had a Hall of Famer. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm down for the Orioles to be good. It's it's only it's a matter whole of time. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, rookie of the year. They're, they're young. They're going to be good for a while, so. Yeah. Good stuff. This this should be good good games tonight coming up, so I'm excited to go watch uh watch both of them. I get a couple TVs set up. I know you're going to have dual monitors or the dual TV set yep. up going, so dual TVs might get three going tonight. There's a crazy NFL game. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Game game of the year, I think tonight. Congratulations to the uh, the Patriots for losing on a bye week, um, or actually no, sorry, yeah. not losing, I guess. <laughs> but they it's would have draw. if it was possible. Yeah, it was a draw. <laughs> yeah, it's a draw. That's how that works. All right, well, no go bees, go bees, go seas, and uh, we will be yep. back next week with another episode. And uh, oh wait. Wait, 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 wait. We got one something? Thing, one thing. I almost forgot. All I almost right. forgot. Uh, Sully's been texting me a lot. Oh, and he's man. a degenerate. We know this. Okay. But he's, like, kind of a degenerate gambler. Yeah. And he, like, he got so broke at one point that he basically, he can only bet, like, $100 a week. And even then, I don't I don't really advise it. But I, I, I was like, what, what's going on? Yeah. Did you have to have, like, a sit-down with him? <laughs> No, I because like I just I don't I don't know. What, it's his money. It's his life. I get it. No, I get it. I get it. It's his money, and like I don't know where he's getting it to even lose it. So <laughs> right. I don't know. He's not. He ain't getting it here. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But uh, so last uh, Wednesday, he put down three parlays. Okay. One was a. And again, people will tell you don't bet parlays. It's it's the it's a losing game. I I agree. I think they're fun though. You know. Yeah. Low risk, high reward. Keep it low. Keep it low. And maybe go high reward, like Sully did last Wednesday. Sully did three parlays last Wednesday: a five team parlay, a seventeen parlay, what? and an eighteen parlay. Dude, he went he went three for three. No, he did not. I swear to God. Okay. The five-team parlay was a fifty-dollar parlay. He had the Knicks by a point, the Kings plus one, getting a point, Suns minus two hundred, Bucks minus one twenty-six, and the Mavericks to cover minus four and a half, which is like I think against uh, the worst team in the NBA, the Washington Wizards. So fifty dollars won eight hundred and ninety-two dollars. <laughs> okay, that was the first one. So then, that was the first one. So then, then we then he moves on to the and and a lot of these are just they're I call it incestual. It's just it's got a, it's got the same pieces, but then you add a couple other pieces. So he bet the most on that one because he felt the most confident kind of thing. Okay, he, he's like I trust these five games. It's like ten a game in his head kind of thing. But you know parlays, you lose any one of the legs, you it's lose done. it all. Yeah, if you yeah, push yeah. one of the legs, you you win much less. Any one of the legs takes out the whole thing. Seven leg parlay. 
Dallas money line, Knicks minus one, Bucks minus two, Magic plus one hundred five, Suns minus two hundred, Kings plus one, Cavaliers minus four eighty. So a safety pick there at the end with the Cavaliers, but it will still increase your money. Yeah, thirty one dollars down. That one twelve hundred and twenty three dollars. So we're up to two grand right now. He's over two grand now. So then that brings me to the eight leg parlay. Oh my god! The final one. He put down twenty five on this. So half of what he put on the big one uh, at this point obviously it's covered either way uh and then some this one doesn't hit it's still a two grand day but it, it hits he's got oilers minus 187 flyers plus a goal and a half i think they won that game colorado avalanche and the ducks six and a half six and a half that game was an eight to two final Vancouver Canucks minus 150, which would be the last leg. Both the Oilers and the Canucks were down two goals at, at one point in their respective games, and both came back to the win. Kings plus one, Magic plus 105, Bucks minus two, Knicks minus one. $25 to win $2,974. Oh, my God. So it's always got five grand. So let's see how he can lose that. So, oh my God, dude. So that's a lot. And also, I know that, you know, when you gamble often, you win some, you lose some, but it's sounding to me like we're going to. You win more than you lose. We're going to have to get picks from Sully every week if this is what's happening here. Even if he's losing, I want to know what these parlays are. We got to see how fun it is. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know his best and worst bet from each week. That's what I want to know. I want to know, okay, what what did you win? What was the most ridiculous thing you did? And right. then what did you lose? What was the, I guess, the ridiculous version of each? Yeah. We'll have to, yeah, we'll have to add everything up and be like, you're plus or minus this for the week, too. Uh, I'm fascinated yeah. now. I'm all in. So for those of you who don't know, Sully, Sully is Tim's cousin, uh, clearly very in deep on gambling right now, also very hot. So. Yeah, we're gonna have to Hot check hand. in with him weekly to get uh, updates on this because this yeah. is insane. I know. I wonder how Badger's doing. Speaking of gambling and degeneracy, we're gonna, dude. Can maybe you we, imagine the two of them in the maybe same? Maybe we room? can. No, <laughs> I think no. I think I think the I think the podcast would stop recording. Like technology is designed for that. Yeah. Oh my god! Something like that. Well, I'm happy for him, man. I'm gonna. Uh... <sighs> I might have to start gambling to take his, take some of his advice here because uh, that's a that's a big win that's a big week. Hey, we can get some maybe we can get some safe picks from him, but yeah, careful with those parlays out True. there, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, all right. Let's go watch these games. Let's go see some wins. Hopefully, absolutely. Celtics off to a quiet start on a back to back. So, let's hope they can kick it up here. Ske- these are called schedule losses. This is a schedule loss. So let's see. But True. I believe Derek White out still with personal reasons. Uh, just hoping the best for whatever's going on with him. And that uh, came back a little slow, but was able to drop 27 in one of those games last week. Uh, but once again, uh, is back without a date to re- is 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 sorry is out without a date to return away from the team. Uh, personal reasons. Our thoughts with him and hope everything's good. Absolutely. Um, go B's, go C's. We'll be back next week, and uh, easy on those parlays. Yeah, just keep it. Don't lose what you can't afford to lose, baby. Uh, like like Sully's about to. He'll put five grand on something stupid. 